Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com. That's not written anywhere on the screen right now. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. ResurrectMinistry.com, where you can find all of our content helping to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. We are firm believers that everybody should be able to access the gospel, meet Christ where they are. He is a relational personal God, one of the greatest miracles of having um, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and the triune God and the Holy Spirit that could teach us all things. Uh, so check out the content, Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of, books you may find interesting. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, it is uh, a pleasure to answer your questions or requests. And um, if you'd like to just send us an email that you're praying for us, we'd love that too. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, please hit the donate now button and contribute um, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Like a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. No amount but... is too small, I was going to say. No. <laughs> that would be great. And most importantly, make sure you uh, comment as you are watching the show. Um, those of you that are listening to the podcast after the fact, don't, don't get to do that. But those, those of you that are watching, watching live, or even the replay on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Twitch, Twitch or Rumble. Uh, make sure and just give us a little bit of a comment. Rumble have comments? Yeah, they do on that site. We don't see it, uh, unfortunately. Not yet. At, at some point, it may show up. Uh, but that's the way that it gets pushed out to other people and that we were able to have a conversation. The, the, the show works best when people comment and uh, talk to us during the show so that we can... Um, uh, you know, get to know you and know whether you need prayer or that you uh, may have a different perspective that we just didn't think of. The next thing we want you to do is make sure and go down the description and check out our sponsors. Uh, LifeWise is one of those companies. You go to livelifewise.tv. That unique URL is specific for the show. So if you decide to purchase something there, uh, we will get credit for it. And we would love that if you would try it out. Every product on there, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So it doesn't hurt to give it a try. I would say for sure, try the dream because that is an amazing. They're all amazing. We go sleep just, sleeping night night. Those are the, that, the dream is the one you get to see the results immediately. <laughs> the other ones are things that happen over time. Um, but uh, make sure and check that out. The other one is StreamYard. StreamYard is the platform we're using right now to broadcast out to you. It's very simple to use. You don't have to be a professional. Uh, you don't need these mics even. Um, you can uh, just use whatever it is you have. You can use even use your phone uh, to broadcast out. And that is uh, something that you may want to do just to share um, something that uh, you're interested in and uh, may want to tell other people about. And lastly, here is the um, scripture that we're going to be using today, which is Leviticus 26, 11 through 13. So prepare your Bibles for that section. Uh, we will come to that. And we're reading from A.W. Tozier, um, Tozier for the Christian leader. But not September 10th. No, September 11th. <laughs> the title uh, for today, uh, for September 11th, is How Much Does Revival Cost? The reference on this page is Leviticus 26, 11 through 12. And it says, and I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you and will be your God and ye shall be my people. Hmm. It's all nice. But later on, he gets a little rough. He will. He gets angry at them. 
because <laughs> they don't they don't uh, buy into this for no. some reason. Um, A.W. says in the devotional, so we sit down to have a board meeting. What are we going to do to stir ourselves up? Who can we get? Where will we look? We forget that all the time Jehovah is present. I am Jehovah Shema. I am in the midst of you. Why don't you talk to me? Oh. No, we don't ask him. I am your banner of victory. But we say, I just wonder how much it will cost. How much does a revival cost? Absolutely nothing and absolutely everything. How much? That is how much it will cost. It will cost not one dime and it will cost everything we have. You cannot import it by a by flying someone in from New Zealand. How many of these blessed preachers have come in from Ireland and England? They did some big things over there, we heard. So we flew them in and they mm -hmm. never got anywhere. I never saw anything result from trying to import God. He does not fly over in the jet. He says, I am Jehovah. I am with you. I am where you are. I am here now. Call on me. I call upon you, Jehovah, to work a mighty work in and through me. Amen. Amen. It really speaks to the uh, tagline for your website. He meets you where you are. Oh, that some people nice. don't uh, don't call him. Don't, don't realize that they think they they think don't think they can afford they, them, or so they, they bring need a in, fancy light show. Yeah. <laughs> so they bring in some other person. Hey, well, you know what? We'll get somebody that we can afford. How can we meet Jesus? Well, you can meet him where you are, or you mm -hmm. can run around trying to look for him in so, another country. So when uh, A.W. talks about that, some people believe that you know that they want to ask how much it will cost. Is it is it they're not willing to put in the sacrifice that they think that? Because I think that's a play on words, right? How mm -hmm. much will it cost? Like how much does a preacher charge to come in and try to fake a revival or or stir up a revival mm -hmm. if they're being sincere about it? And then how much is it going to cost us in sacrificing ourselves and in surrender to actually have a revival? Mm. So I think it's a play on the word. How much will it cost? It'll do, cost you everything. Do you think he's talking about like Wigglesworth or uh, Flying Spurgeon? Spurgeon? Yeah. Can we fly Spurgeon? <laughs> I hear he's amazing. Yeah. He's, Wouldn't he's... that be cool? <laughs> but you got to think about how many times that happens. I mean... Even in our own church, when uh, Pastor Jack was announcing just church, and he's like, it's just us. We're just going to do church. And everyone's like, huh? You're renting out the Honda Stadium just to do church? Yeah. It was so hard to grasp, you know? Yeah. Um, but he almost sold it out. He almost filled the house. What a remarkable attendance. Isn't it was that? so awesome. It's great to see the pictures. Lisa wild. Wood, uh, who often watches, she's on now. Um, she put some great pictures. Oh, uh, I have to see. Event. I didn't yeah. see them. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I heard the message was awesome, too. Is it online yet? He's not going to put it online. It's not oh. for us. It's, it was, oh, you had to go there. Somebody told me it was online. Really? Yeah. Must be somebody else posted it. Somebody maybe illegally recorded Pirated it. Pirated it. <laughs> yes. Really quick, let's say hi to Carrie. Hi, Carrie. And as I just mentioned, Lisa Woods on. Hey, Lisa. Cindy. Cindy, we haven't seen Cindy in a while. Yeah, Hope we you should well, go. Cindy. Hi, Jan. Hello, Jan. Are we going to see this one, Jan? Oh yeah, we yeah. have our church coming up September twenty fourth. Nice. 
and oh. Frank Blackstock came out with high school together. Oh, how sweet. Oh, thank you, Frank. That's yeah, really nice. Thank you, you. you were making a very positive impact. Yes. Who knew? <laughs> you know, when you're behind this mic and behind a camera, you really have no idea where your words are going other than our dear friends that join us often. We really have no idea. I was thinking about this the other day. I, I we, we Every so often we get... Uh, Somebody that will see us at church or maybe even out, you know, yeah. somewhere like maybe at another event or something like that. So, oh, I watch you guys all the time. And they're very positive or they'll, they'll tell a story of something that we were talking about that connected with them. Yes. And so those are those are those things. But I, I, I don't I was thinking about this the other day that I, I think part of it. Can be that we aren't to get you know, the, uh, you know, the motivation through people's words. Yeah. I think our motivation is that, are we staying true to God's word? What is it that we, what is it we are doing to have that connection with God while we're doing this? Whether anybody's watching or not. Absolutely. That we, we have to remember that it's not, because sometimes even people ask us like, how many people watch and how many people think, and we'll look and there's several thousand people that download the, the podcast and that kind of stuff, which I still find that shocking. I know <laughs> it'll be like three thousand or something. It's it's an, it's incredible. I mean, it really is. I, I'm shocked. Um, but it, that it's not like we can see the three thousand people watching. Like Jack no. was able at the Honda Center to see that the room filled. Ninety percent of pastors can see that. Yeah, they speak to an audience, and the audience responds. Yeah, we don't see. We our don't audience. see that. But I, I don't know that that's what it's all about. No, for sure not. But that's one of the the, um, the difficulties of online ministry mm. is that you don't get feedback. Yeah. I love what I get out of it. So, you know, that's fine with me. Sure. I mean, even tonight, I mean, granted, uh, not granted, but um, just kind of let a little secret out. Every so often, our day is so full. Like I wrote, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I wrote, I had to write a report today that just exhausted me for some reason. You've been working on it for <laughs> I never seen you work so hard on a report. It's because it's a, it's not a normal report. Like the other, like if it had to do with narcotics, I could write about narcotics because narcotics are my thing. Yeah, and that poor I'm very guy, into narcotics. That that poor guy, Andy's a dog sniff expert, folks. That sounded weird. He likes narcotics. Um, <laughs> I don't go around sniffing dogs. I'm this, not like Joe Biden. But this last case, the poor guy was mauled by a dog. Yeah, and so there were just new concepts and the things I had to discuss. So anyway, um, so I had that. And then we had a parent, I had a parent meeting in, uh, at El Dorado for lacrosse. You had, you know, a cheerleading events in the evening and you had your article that you wrote for the Christian post. And I'm only telling you that not to say what was us, because you guys surely have probably way busier days than we do, but it came down to, you know, like eight 30, we're going, are we going to go on today? And there it's the, I, I just miss, I miss doing it. Absolutely. When we go a couple of days or a day without doing it, I miss it. And I miss that time with God. Amen. And then secondarily, I miss that time with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, Thank I've, you. I love you. I, I, I love spending this time together and talking about it. And I think that that's the thing. That's the thing that we have to always remember, whether there's 3000 people that are downloading it or two or three or our friends. Uh, I love spending time with our friends. So um, God is, um, 
is just, uh, you know, wants us to have that relationship with him. And, and just like the devotional saying, he goes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know why you keep looking out. Yeah. <laughs> For some God in your midst. I don't know why you keep trying to make a connection with the world. I am with you. Talk to me. I am there in your, um, in your board meeting. Amen. And you keep bringing other people in. So I think that that's amazing. Jan says, Oh, yes. Looking forward to home church. Yay. And Carrie? Uh, she sent what came out tonight for Just Church to me. Oh, thank you so much, Carrie. I look forward to seeing that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Should we get to the scripture? Sure. All right. Where do you want to start? Uh, I actually told you 11, but I think I'm going to start at 9. I think that's the beginning oh. of the thought. All right. So this is Leviticus 26, okay? God, it's called blessing and cursing, where God is making all of these beautiful promises to the people of Israel, but then he's also reminding them that with not with the failure of obedience comes cursing. So you choose blessing or cursing. And I think that's a practical um, reality we still live with today, that God is, I am your God, you are my people, my um my spirit dwells within you. He will lead you into all truth. And we have the choice to be obedient to, mm -hmm. or to be disobedient to that and then live a life filled with trials and temptations and all kinds of disasters. So, for I will look, the Lord says, on you favorably and make you fruitful, multiply you and confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat the old harvest and clear out the old because of the new. I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall abhor you, shall not abhor you, excuse me. I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that you should not be their slaves. I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you walk upright. But if you do not obey me and do not observe these commandments, then God rattles off a list. <laughs> Very scary things. Yeah, can you go to, into a couple of them? Should like, I? Like, yeah, like, what are yes. some of the things that he says? So if you do not observe my commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or your soul abhors my judgment, so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I will also do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you, wasting disease and fever, which shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. I will set my face against you and you shall be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will reign over you and you shall flee when no one pursues you. And after all this, if you do not obey me, I will punish you seven more times for your sins. Mm. So today's 9-11. Yes. I hope I'm not stepping on something you wanted to comment on. No. On this. So we have 9-11. So and... It is a very important time that I, I, I unfortunately believe that there's a large number of people who just don't care anymore. Sure. Uh, even the White House said that eh, after 22 years, nobody ever really bothered with Pearl Harbor. That was their statement as to why, you know, the dude in the White House didn't go to any of the events. He spent time on the plane and in Alaska. That you know, we, you know, nobody cared after Pearl Harbor after a couple, you know, a couple decades. That was their response, um, which uh, I don't. I, it, it just saddens me because it, you and I, 
-hmm. as I wrote to the kids in a, in a text earlier this morning, is that I just wanted the kids to know that this is an important time. Yes. And um, that they need to understand why it is. And I think that they also needed to know why you and I have the history that we do because much of what, how, uh, of how our last 30 years or so was in 20, especially 20 years were shaped was around 9-11. Yes. Your career in the FBI was because of 9-11. Yes. If I, am I, is that truthful? For sure. Um, I, I know that I was changed. I got, I mean, my dog business flourished because of 9-11. I trained a bunch of bomb dogs. I was running around the country uh, training uh, people about this kind of stuff. And so many people did that. They completely changed their lives. Yeah, they joined was, the army. They joined the police. They they changed their lives to contribute some way in the, right. to the fight. And it, it's um, it's important because now as we are now coming away from it from some time now and much has been forgotten about it, now what was created to address terrorism as we've talked about before, is now being used against Americans. So how I'm relating this to the devotional is that how much of what's happening happened then and today is in relationship to God lifting his hand of protection off the United States of America. That he's given a, he gave, gave us this opportunity to this country in so many ways as a beacon of light, as it's often been called, yeah. to the world. That, uh, as I wrote again to the kids, is that the, you know the United States is often the first one to give a helping hand to a country that's in trouble, even our enemies. Yes, we will send a number of people. We'll send money. We'll send ships and doctors to help in the in the disaster. That we um, are a a beacon of hope for people that come here for prosperity yes. and for a life that they can't get at these other countries. And God said, "This is this is a gift." And you spit on it. <laughs> and he lifts his hand and we are chaos. We are in chaos. It, it, do, you, do you think that I'm uh, on the right track of or course. am I way off base? As what, I mean, it's, it's very similar to what we see in Israel. Of course. It, it's a disaster in Israel, faith-wise. Actually, in my article today, so I'm writing on mm. the conflict in Nagorno-Karabakh, which is between the Armenians and the Azer, uh, Azerbaijans, mm. uh, Az Azeris, the country's Azerbaijan, the people are the Azeris. Uh, and it's basically an age old conflict. It's been going on for over 100 years. Mm. Uh, but it, what it points to is an even larger problem, which is the demise of Arab Christians the world over. And so I tied it to 9-11 because quite honestly, the, the aftermath of 9-11 and the destruction of these stable societies for our lofty goal of spreading democracy, um, the repercussions of it are still reverberating. Mm. So it's important in 9-11 not only to remember in terms of a counterterrorism mission what happened in this country, but what has happened to the world as a consequence of 9-11. And um, we have a responsibility to protect these um, Christian communities that are getting decimated because nobody cares. So um, when civil war and the Arab Spring, I call it civil war because most of these countries are now in the midst of a civil war. They still have guerrilla warfare on the streets, whether it's Tunisia, Libya, 
Egypt, Lebanon, Syria, all of these countries had Christian communities that were stable and were protected by the dictators that were running them, but they were safe nonetheless. Now those communities are li literally destroyed. The only one that's still functioning is probably the Coptic community, which is under a lot of pressure in Egypt and the Christian, the Maronites in Lebanon because they have confessional politics. But other than that, all these other communities like Nagorno-Karabakh are being destroyed. And mm. the world's kind of like, oh, well, I mean, you know, what can we do? Really are doing absolutely nothing, not even sanctioning them. They get a slap on the wrist. They get told at the UN, you got to stop doing this. But um, nobody really cares enough to do something serious about it. I think it was Pastor Jack Hibbs at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills this weekend talked about, uh, was it um, Dolly? Molly. Molly. Uh, that um, some also, tens, 10,000 are being beheaded, Christians being beheaded. Ethiopia, Nigeria, Mali, mm -hmm. all of those countries where the Islamic um, militants are spreading, um, they're destroying Christian communities. And the Azeris are not even considered, for the most part, extremists, but they're just wanting to wipe out the Christians. It's just the brutality is is beyond, uh, speaking of God lifting his hand, it's beyond um, what people thought other human beings would do. Mm. Um, and that is a lack of mercy in people's hearts. Lisa Wood says... If the living voice of God were not speaking in the world and in the hearts of his church, the written word could have no real meaning for us. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Interesting point, Lisa. Yeah. She comes up with some good stuff. Lisa, yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and two. God is always speaking in his world and he wants us to be able to hear him speak in his word. Yes. Yeah. Amen. This word must be written in our hearts. You know, the one thing that happens when the kids can, you know, frustrate me, I, don't, I, I think it used to be a bigger habit uh, before you came around. I don't know if you see me do it or not, but there used to be a time when the kids knew I was frustrated because I'd rub my face. Do I still do that? I don't know if I do. They go, oh, my, when dad rubs his face, we know we're... Oh, we're, no. We're, yeah, I used to like this all the time. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I imagine God doing that. Like, oh, he's yeah. like, hey, give Every me day. these gifts and things like that. And then he sees the United States, you know, like California. And he just goes, <laughs> like, I just, they just constantly. I can't believe it. Because <laughs> what? What? I gave you this beautiful state. It, 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 the economy is bigger than almost every country in the world in California alone. Yes. The resources that are available, the food that's being able to grow, the 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 the, the vacation industry. You got all this. And, and I'll even give you this beautiful place called San Francisco with a Golden Gate Bridge. And he's going, wait, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do to that city? They just like going, oh, you're handing out the drug paraphernalia. Like just wow. Just so crazy. Like I, I'm right here. Just call on me. I'll tell you, I'll give you direction. Yeah. Oh, Chinooks. What have we done? 
It's very sad. Uh, us humans, what have we done? So interesting for me, though, for, in thinking about 9-11 from the perspective of a Christian, mm. it's very, very different. Um, my heart, my compassion for um, Arab Christian communities and just thinking of the world in a completely different paradigm. It's, it's awe-inspiring for me sometimes mm. that um, I could live for so long and teach and write and, and work on a subject for so long and yet the Lord um, makes me pivot 180 degrees and it I see the world in a completely different way. Hmm. It's really, it's really awesome. Yeah. You know, because only God can do that. Only God can make in like give me a heart for seeing these things in a different way. Because my commentary on 9-11 before Christ would always would be completely different. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, of course. I never thought of Arab Christian communities. Yeah. A, in I never thought of that. Respect of 9-11, you know. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful that God has given me um, a new heart and a heart of flesh and uh, a new perspective. I, I think God, the Holy Spirit gave me the the thought to to write. And I, I say write because the kids aren't always here all the time. Like we could, and we don't sit down for dinner all the time because we, we most of the kids are only here 50% of the time, but it was that they, I, I just felt for some reason, this was the time. And I, and I think it, it, uh, it was, um, uh, it, it was also because of what I, I feel that, you know, our government has forgotten about 9-11 that I thought, you know, I, these kids need to know, especially you, you know, about what, what you experienced and that 9-11, you know, impacted you in such a way that you began working for the government as an FBI contractor because of what happened on that day. Well, I mean, uh, uh, after 9-11, I was a DOD contractor, a State <laughs> Department contractor, like yeah. way before I was an FBI one. Like I didn't turn domestic until 10 years later. Mm. Everything I was doing was overseas. Yeah. Well, that's what I wrote to them is that they needed to, I just wanted them to know. That it's just this isn't just a day that's on the calendar. I, I don't even know if it's even on the calendar. It's not even the thing they probably discussed in school. No, it's <laughs> called Patriot Day at Eldo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and they, I, if I am not mistaken, they had an assembly about it. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, we're one of the few schools that probably do that. Yeah. Well, yes, they have some commemoration of it. Yeah, but uh, especially how impactful it was in our family. That much of what we have is because of what work. It was created out of it. Yeah, you do. And why we fight? And again, the last part was that if you want to know why we fight so hard, is because we know what hate can do. Yeah, hate for this country. To do. Hate for this country is what is the reason why those planes were flown into that building in the Pentagon and crashed in Pennsylvania. It was because of the hate that people had for this country, and unfortunately, um, we have people in this country now that hate this country. To yes. that level, I believe. So, uh, I, I think this devotional does clearly speak to, uh, for me, it speaks to that. That uh, we have God in our presence and we just so easily can overlook that and uh, look elsewhere. Yes. Into this world. Lisa says. 100%, Hedy. It's wonderful. God's new perspective in our journey. Yeah. Yay. Love that. Hello, 
Leo dog. Is that law enforcement dog? Hello, dog. <laughs> 217. Welcome like, from Twitch. Like, were you a canine handler in 2017? I always like to figure these things out. It's funny because police, I don't know if this is a police officer, but police officers use their badge number or uh -huh. their call number as their their name on certain things. So I'm wondering. Uh, Carrie's saying more, uh, many young people born after 9-11 don't even know what it is or think it's fake. Yeah. Mm. I get so annoyed when I hear conspiracy theories about 9-11. Oh, I got that in one of my posts today. That it was, that it was made up? Yeah, that it was um, hologram. The planes were holograms. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> and curious if she just saw a documentary on that. Uh, um, oh yeah, no. If you've been if you've been to New York, you know that that I mean yeah. I was in New York a couple of days after. It was horrible. It was you couldn't breathe, the debris was yeah. so bad, the dust, the oh just the just the brokenness was mm. horrific. Um, Lisa's saying it's amazing how my memory is getting worse and worse, but I can remember exactly where I was and what I was doing the entire day and the day after. Yes. So true. Yeah. I was on the 91 freeway westbound towards Anaheim police department on the radio, listening to Howard Stern. He was interviewing Pamela Anderson. Uh -huh. And then uh, the first plane went to the building and he says, Hey, there's something on the news about a plane just crashed into a building, but we don't know if it's intentional. And then as things played out and then I got to the department, we started watching it on the TVs there inside the yep. detective bureau. And um, yeah, I remember almost every, every aspect of it. Me too. Um, what's Living that? Fearless. Are we on YouTube as well? Yes, yes, we are. Yes, absolutely. Same name. Yep. Um, one last thing before we get off here um, is, um, we had an awesome dinner with some friends of ours that I met. They were friends of yours yes. at uh, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. When I met you, you had introduced me to this couple. They yes. were instrumental in your time at you know first first coming to Absolutely. Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. My first friend. Yeah, and um, such an interesting life. Yes. And in 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 some ways. Um, they are strong believers. She actually has a ministry. Yes. And even during those times of her ministering, great difficulty difficulty <laughs> uh, occurred. Illnesses and business and homelessness all happened during their their praising of the Lord. Yes. They never lost any of their faith. During that entire time, son went to jail. Son went to drugs. <laughs> I mean, you name it. There was literally not a single conflict that they didn't go through. And uh, the husband tells a joke that she would walk around the house say, "Have you considered my servant Joey?" <laughs> Where she would make the like as God was speaking to Satan about Job, and she would walk around the house saying that as a joke, like like this has got to be something that God is doing on purpose to test them. Uh, so I, I, I just want to bring up, so we, we finished dinner, um, heard, uh, you know, I heard a lot more about this, these difficulties that they went through, which was just like amazing. I thought I had difficulties, but I, I'm nothing compared to what they had to go through. Um, but we're, we're finished dinner. We're standing out in front of the restaurant for another hour and a half or so. And the question comes up, would you go through that all over again? to be where you are now. They, they've, they've been able to get through it and 
And, They're very wealthy and, now. And prosperity has come their way. Yeah. Uh, their faithfulness has apparently, you know, been been good for them. Um, and he said, no. Yeah. He'd rather be modestly comfortable and <laughs> wealthy and gone through what it went through. <laughs> like, no, it wasn't worth it. And the reason I bring it up is because then we go to church on Sunday and we have this message from our pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs over at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills which is essentially entirely about our conversation that we had yes. in front of this restaurant. Count it all joy when you <laughs> suffer various trials. The Lord is how testing your patience. How amazing is that, that it, this is a continuous theme with us, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think that's just the Lord affirming that we are in our home church mm. and we are obedient and it's so important. It, it is absolutely 100% clear to me because I hear it in worship. Um, I hear little messages from the Lord's, you know, I feel like he's speaking to my heart. And then he confirms things that we've talked about. He confirms the devotional. Um, he confirms conversations we have with friends. All of it, I think, is just God's way of saying, um, you're in the right place. Mm. I mean, so many people could say, well, you're just hearing what you want to hear, but there's no way. I mean, he even talked about, That's fine. Um, I don't care if I'm hearing what I want to hear. He even brought up Beatitudes, which I don't know that I've ever heard him. I mean, very, very rarely if he ever has. And we just had that discussion yes. like in, a, in a recent devotional. I, I just, I, I'm just at awe. You know, so I mean, I can I'm sitting and listening to him speak, and I'm going, was he sitting out? In, was Pastor Jack Hibbs sitting out in front of this restaurant because he brought up every aspect of our conversation? Very cool. It, I mean, it seemingly he, he was doing that, and I was so concerned about uh, you know our decision of of you know not going to just church. It, it, it was I was like a little worried, like <laughs> that he'd be mad. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like you go, hey, no, you guys, uh, you should have been there. I got to tell you, all the friends that sit around us at church, mm -hmm. none of them went. Oh, really? Yeah. They all said we had nobody new to bring. It wasn't meant for us. Um, and so they didn't feel bad about not going. Oh, good. You know? Um, but I, 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 that all washed away on Sunday when I heard his message. Because it was like, you know, I'm still here with you. You guys did, you guys did the right thing. Yeah. Let me, let me confirm this by by telling you what I was there with you. And I'm talking about God, not Jack. That God yeah. was telling us that I was there when you were talking at the restaurant. Yes. And this is how, this is you, you guys are, that conversation you guys had, here's um, some more. It happens to Cindy. Yeah. When we. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're on the devotion. She's like, I'm speaking about that tomorrow. I was speaking about that yesterday. Uh, Carrie is even saying that it's the same here on the same channel. Mm. Yeah, it's, I, I really believe it's just the Lord um, giving comfort to our hearts to say that we're on the right track. I mm. love it. Mm. Um, Leo Dodds uh, a great switched question. to YouTube. Yeah. Do you think the plane that landed in Pennsylvania was going to hit the White House or no? I don't think so. I think it was going to the Capitol. Why? Um, I feel like that would have been more impactful. I think that they wanted to possibly hit it while... It was, uh, you know, more of our leadership was under our Congress uh, may have been in session uh, at that time. Maybe more people would have been in there because, um, I mean, 
the White House has, you know, has all kinds of weapons and things on it that would have gone into immediate You would action. think, even though they get streakers that jump the fence and <laughs> run up the lawn, I think it has less security than we imagine. I just don't, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, I guess I don't know that much about the Capitol, but I think they, it would just would have flown into the Capitol. Nothing would have happened. I think there would have been. It would have been the same in the White House. It's literally yeah. next door to streets. Yeah. There's nothing that fortifies the White House. Really? Yeah. It's just the middle of the I see that guy standing on, he's, there's always somebody standing on the roof. Uh, <laughs> he's got a little pistol. A lot, a lot he's going to do. He's got a little pistol. Um, but I actually lost three family friends on that thing. Mm. Um, good friends of my parents were going to visit their children. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you think it was going to the White House? Um, I actually don't have an opinion on White House or Capitol. Mm. Yeah, POTUS was, uh, he was reading story time at a, at a school, so he wasn't there. Right. Um, Lisa says. Once I allowed the Holy Spirit to take 100% control, I was able to see more of the God instances and submit to God's will and constantly in awe, like Andy said. Yeah, I sat there. I mean, between the songs that, that, during worship and this message, I was just like, oh, like, wow, this is so crazy. It's good though, right? And when he said Beatitudes, you and I both looked at each other like, what did he just say, Beatitudes? Did he just say Beatitudes? <laughs> it's not like a word you say often. It's like walking around going like, yeah, them Beatitudes. Yeah. Uh, All right, Snugs, anything else? I think that's we it. Took, uh, I'm glad I wanted to bring up the about Pastor Jack on Sunday, so I'm glad you brought that up. Too. Oh, cool. Carrie says? Carrie, I'm glad. Uh, Lisa says, got a... Biden didn't show up for the commencement of 9-11 in New York. I would be afraid to hear one of his horrible, I can identify moments. Yeah. I know. Can you imagine? So, you know, this reminds me of when my house caught on fire, you know, talking, talking to people about right. know, the plane flying into a building. Yeah. He's just, he's had it. He's, he's gone. When he was overseas, you know, in Vietnam, he said, I'm tired. I'm going to go, I'm going to go home and go to bed. So disgusted. All right, my love. <laughs> see, see, I'm showing a lot of I'm showing a lot of restraint today. I guess so. <laughs> oh, where's my coffee cup? I got my new coffee cup with. Uh... Oh yeah, Andy got his new coffee. Oh, I gotta get up and get it. You just keep talking, Schnooks. Um, he was very excited. He's been waiting over a week. Those of you who follow him on Facebook um, have seen it already. But oh, every day I was like a kid. You know, when you were a kid. And you get the, uh, I don't know if you ever did this, but you take the cereal box tops and you save them up and you mail them in and you would get a prize. Did you ever do, no? No. Green stamps? Did you ever do save green stamps? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, the, then the gum, you get the wrappers and if you'd save them and then you'd be able, none of that either. Well, anyway, I was like going to the mailbox every day looking for my cup and it finally came, my, my cup of, with the with the never surrender with this shot is a picture this mug shot that's what i was trying to think of i don't know what could think of. and donald trump 2024 yep 2024 i'm so happy on that me. note folks so happy with my cup help me help me Schnucks. usually you can figure these things out Decoder ring. Oh, decoder ring. Yes. <laughs>
it had ever got a decoder ring? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. You're much older than me, so I'm not that much so older. decade older stuff than I had. No, they had that stuff in no. the seventies. Cracker Jacks, they had. You had prizes inside the Cracker Jack box, but mm. not flip top stamp box or whatever. No, you'd save them all, and then you'd mail them to the company, the proof of purchase. You mail like in the company, my, and then they would send you back stuff. Who's the name of the manufacturer of those cereals? Uh, not Mattel. Uh, Kellogg. Is it Kellogg? Yeah, yeah Kellogg. Oh, Captain well, Crunch. Okay. Okay. Did, Did you ever put go. sugar in your Captain Crunch? Oh. I put sugar in my Captain Crunch. I don't eat Captain Crunch. And then I eat the Captain Crunch, and then it just leaves the milk, and then there'd be this pile of sugar at the bottom of the bowl that you'd scoop up and have the milk in it. Oh, it was like the prize at the end of having cereal. But it was amazing. Yay. <laughs> All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Take care. Bye. <laughs>